0: Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm Pablo, and this is the Train Professionals Podcast. Back with some week thirteen NFL afterthoughts. Uh I hope you all's weekend was amazing. Mine was pretty good. Uh went to a party last night. It was a lot of fun. Hung out with some friends. Um of course we were paying attention to all the COVID guidelines, just like everyone should be.
1: Of Maybe. course. Some <laughs> some mask wearing. Some I, was wear, I
0: always wear my mask whenever I go to places like not because I necessarily want to, but because, like, you know, uh, my mother wants me to. So that's yeah. what I always do. You know, I just want to listen to her and uh, respect her wishes or whatever. But that's really yeah. nice, Steve. Thank you, Pablo. I always try to be. So Uh, very crazy week. Uh, This week was a fun week. I mean, like, last week I'm pretty sure we said it was fun, but, like, this week was, like, much better I thought great
1: great close games um, you know players performing really well. We have so many players who outdid themselves this week some kind of revenge games a little bit. it was it was an awesome week of football.
0: For sure, for sure. I'm uh, I'm quite happy with this week and uh, the best game hasn't even been played yet.
1: Yeah, wait. I was going to ask you, how do you handle kind of Monday night football or Thursday night football when your team's not playing on Sunday? Because whenever the Patriots are playing on Thursday or Monday, it's kind of a little slow for me. I try to keep up with the action, but I just don't have the same fire for paying attention that I do if the Patriots are playing on Sunday, you know?
0: I think I was on TNT. I think that's the TV channel. Or uh, I forget what it was. I was watching Star Wars today.
1: Ooh, yeah, they got. That I was asking
0: Pablo there. some uh, questions. Of, so I was asking him if Luke and Leah were the son and daughter of Anakin and Padme. Like both which of they them, are, yeah. Which they both are. So I got that cleared up. Pablo is a is not only a trained professional when it comes to football and all other sports but he is also a trained professional in Star Wars lore so whenever i have questions i go to him and uh, he provides me with the answers so i yeah. knew that i knew that already that's why i asked the like i was just getting some confirmation
1: of course wait which one did you watch
0: so i watched uh, I think it was on all day, so I think it started... It, it was like a marathon. It started with A New Hope. I didn't see A New Hope. Uh, I saw Return of the Jedi. Wait, what's the order? I think it's...
1: Uh, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back.
0: Back. It, it, okay, so like, what's like the original one? So it's A New Hope, and then is it Empire Strikes Back, and then Return of the yeah. Jedi? So mm-hmm. I watched empire strikes back and return of the jedi those are the two that i watched and they're quite good very good. yeah
1: very very good
0: i don't even think a new hope is that good that's a hot take
1: yeah i mean empire strikes back i think is the unanimous decision of the best of the three and the return of the jedi i think is just a better version of the new hope if yeah if you if you don't like slow beginnings you wouldn't like a new hope that much yeah yeah i know what you mean
0: and, like, I think they meant it to be a one-off, and then they just kept going with it. But
1: Yeah, I mean, the fan base grew so much, they just had to make more. Now it's a moneymaker for Disney.
0: Yeah, now everything else sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just all bad. I'm sorry. I mean, like, yeah. even the prequels are better than the Disney ones that they're releasing today.
1: Yeah, the Disney ones are
0: such a flop. I swear, like, I think I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes. It was like 90%, you know, 87%, and then dropped down to 35%. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what happened there? And I think it's a unanimous decision that Disney could not make it any better. But anyways, enough of Star Wars. You're here to listen to football and not about Star Wars, so – Let's start off with our players of the week. Uh, I got to start off with the highest fantasy point scorer this week, and that's going to be Darren Waller. 13 receptions, 200 yards, two touchdowns, 45 fantasy points. Um, I don't even think this guy's the best tight end in the league, but he showed today that he's definitely top three. Uh, Very clutch in this game against the Jets. And I think this is officially a new rivalry in my mind because the Raiders and the Jets, every time they play, it's always like a blow, like a huge scoring game. And uh, I think the Jets blew out the Raiders last year. And that's kind of what sparked their playoff hopes. Uh, yeah, so I think Pablo has a Raiders guy too. So just thought, what are your thoughts about Darren and the game? And maybe you mention your guy too.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a shocker that the highest scoring fantasy player this week comes from the tight end when the tight ends have just been kind of awful this year. But Darren Waller was crucial for that Raiders victory because, you know, two touchdown grabs, obviously Derek Carr's favorite target today. And without him, they don't pull off that victory. Um, and I think with the rivalry, they've been going back. Like if you look at like the 1970s, I think they had like like three playoff games against each other, yeah. Raiders and Jets. So. It's like a bitter, tough football rivalry. And I think the Jets played really well today, which I think we all like to see, you know, them competing. And it's not just a blowout. Yeah. And it was, it was a good test for the Raiders. My guy is the guy who scored the game winning touchdown, Henry Ruggs. He had three catches for 84 yards and one touchdown. So not amazing stats, but when you change the game during the last few moments, you deserve player of the week. Without that touchdown, they wouldn't have won. It was an amazing throw by Derek Carr, single coverage. He beats his guy with his speed. And he's really not had that much of a great season this year. He was the first wide receiver taken, and he's only had 17 receptions for 300 yards and a touchdown. He did miss two games. But I think if Henry Roggs is going to be in the conversation of best wide receiver from this class – He's got to step it up and this game was a step in the right direction for him. So he's one of my players of the week for sure.
0: I think that he's kind of like Tyreek Hill when he first started out a little, except Tyreek Hill was maybe like, I, I think Tyreek Hill now is getting much more of a workload. Whereas Tyreek Hill when he first started out was like shot guy, just like uh, Henry Ruggs. So you get, might get three receptions, maybe I I don't know how many, but, uh, it's not going to be very many, but you're going to get a lot of yards on them, and uh, that still ha- serves its purpose. And I think, honestly, uh, if they're going to be good, they got to get someone else besides Derek Carr at the helm because he'll throw a shot pass every once in a while. And if that, that's only if Henry Ruggs completely beats his coverage, so. Um, Yeah, I think for Henry Ruggs to really succeed, I think he needs someone to throw him open, you know. And uh, this is in general for the Raiders. I think they need a new QB to be dangerous. Uh, Denver uh, just scored a touchdown with Tim Patrick. Incredible catch off the helmet toe-tapper. And what was that? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think that's his second touchdown of the game. Tim Patrick, yeah, he had a drop pass on third down. That was pretty big, but that was incredible incredible i i know we're talking about players of the week right now so let me mention this tim patrick guy i I i've never heard of him in my entire life he's having a heck of a year in denver so shout out to him um he's
1: making most of his opportunity with court sutton down and jerry judy not performing well
0: yeah for sure uh my next guy is justin jefferson nine receptions 121 yards one touchdown for a total of, I think that's 27 fantasy points. Yeah, I'm doing the math. Right. I'm doing the math very quickly in my head right now. Uh, you know what? Let me nail it down right now. So 18.1. Yep, yeah, 27.1 points. I was just about on the money. Um, and the incredible performance Justice Justin Jefferson, obviously. He is the... Only other Vikings receiver to get 1,000 yards in his rookie year besides Randy Moss.
1: Yeah. Wow. What, when you're in conversation with Randy Moss, you're a heck of a football player, man, especially rookie stats because Randy Moss was really good his rookie year.
0: I think Randy Moss um, – I won't call him the good at receiver. I mean, I got like three guys you got to go with. Uh, Who are you Three guys. So I think you got to say Jerry Rice.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, you got to say obviously Randy Moss. I think it's between those two for the goat right now. Yeah. I think Jerry Rice had a lot of volume, but I don't know. He was pretty good. He, he yeah. made some incredible catches. But
1: and Jerry Rice has a Super Bowls to go along with his
0: name, and Randy Moss doesn't. I I don't value Super Bowls and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because I don't think wins are a wide receiver stat either i especially don't think that if wins aren't even a quarterback stat let alone a wide receiver stat so mm-hmm. uh and then it's between chad ochocinco and terrell that one's my opinion those uh, so i i think that's a tie for me right now we'll see if i change my mind next week but yeah those two are top notch for sure um pablo who's your second guy
1: My second guy, I'm going to stay with the receivers. I'm going to go with Devontae Adams from the Green Bay Packers. Had a heck of a game. Ten receptions, 121 yards, and two touchdowns. And that's a 12-yard – 12 yards per catch, 12 yak, in other words. He had a great game. And Aaron Rodgers loves Devontae Adams. I've always thought Devontae Adams was a little overrated. But I saw him perform today, and he's one of the best wide receivers Probably of the last few years, loved watching him play. He goes up and grabs the ball like no one else. Um, what a great performance! And I just want to give a quick shout out to Aaron Rodgers. Um, he threw his 400th touchdown pass today, and it was to Devonte Adams. Um, he also had a hat trick, three touchdowns, 295 yards, and a 128 passer rating. Aaron Rodgers had a solid performance, and that's because the chemistry between him and Adams is so good. And I think that's what makes the Packers a real Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender this year because Adams and Rodgers are just on point, healthy, and they're both having heck of a seasons.
0: Yeah, they trust each other, definitely. They throw – I mean, Devontae Adams knows that he's going to get the ball enough so that he gets his numbers, and Aaron Rodgers knows he's going to be open. It's incredible to see that even when – Adams has been, uh, consistently off the field. Um, you know, he's on and off really. And I think that we'd be talking about him so much more if there wasn't all those injuries that he had and so much time that he missed. So I think it's important to mention that. And yeah, just incredible. Uh, did you mention that Aaron Rodgers threw his 400th touchdown pass today to, uh, he didn't throw 400 touchdown passes to Devontae Adams. We were doing this before the podcast. He, he threw his 400th career touchdown pass to Devontae Adams. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: That's Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Don't worry. Yeah.
1: I understand incredible, you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Incredible career from Aaron Rodgers. Um, I wonder say, how
1: many for, of those were Devontae.
0: We could check. I mean,
1: probably like around 50, right?
0: I mean, yeah. Definitely. Yeah him jordy nelson jimmy graham donald driver like 20 of those donald driver wow that's a that's a throwback name isn't it uh yeah i i mean we could we can look at the divvied up you know receivers for that but top five quarterback of all time in my opinion aaron Rodgers. i mean he only has one ring but wins are not a quarterback stat so yeah um my third guy, my my hero, in every way, shape, and form, uh, take a bow. Actually, you know what? Before I say his name, let me just read a quote from him. Uh, pulling it up right now. and this guy is just such a mm, – love him so much.
1: I think Steve's been waiting to say his name in this I section have. for a I'm, while. I'm building it up so much.
0: Uh, whenever I'm about to do something and I think – would an idiot do that? And if they would, then I don't do that. You know, it's a great quote. Incredible quote. Uh, quoting Dwight Schrute from the office, Baker Mayfield, take a bow, take a bow, sir. 25 of 33 for 76% completion percentage, 334 yards and four touchdowns. All four of them coming in the first half way to go back air. Uh, I'm Baker had
1: such a good game, yeah, he was finding receivers left and right um and I think this is amazing for him because number one overall pick won the heisman um and people are kind of a little bit underwhelmed by him, but this performance against a really good team um kind of just shows every he shut everybody up, and we kind of yeah. have to we kind of have to give him his praise and he he won that. You know, he had yeah. such a good game today. And yeah. Not much uh, to say. It was t- – I tipped my hat to him. It was an amazing performance.
0: Yeah. If you can't see, I'm wearing a hat right now. You obviously can't see. I just tipped it. Um. And also, double double good for me. I love Baker and all, but – they beat the crap out of the Titans. I hate the Titans. If any of you have been listening to this, you know I hate the Titans so much. I think they're – well, we'll talk about them in the next section maybe. Uh, but, yeah, screw the Titans. Uh, Pablo, who's your third guy?
1: My third guy is Taysom Hill, quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, making his third consecutive start for the injured Drew Brees. I got to say, man, He exceeded everybody's expectations. A lot of people earlier today were calling the Falcons to upset the Saints at home. That was not correct because Taysom Hill had something to say. He had a 107 passer rating, 232 yards, two touchdowns. He threw his first career touchdown pass. Was it? No, maybe just first touchdown pass of the season. Um, He had two of them. Yeah. And he was 27 for 37. He had a solid performance. He found Mike Thomas a lot. Um, And it was just amazing. He finally proved that he could take the realms of an offense. Maybe he'll replace Drew Brees. I think that's the direction they're looking at right now. It was a great performance. Yeah. I mean, with all the talk of the town, with Drew Brees' retirement, or if Taysom Hill could be a starter, I think he proved to everybody today that he could definitely take the reins once Drew Brees is out of town.
0: Yeah. Uh, real quick, Patrick Mahomes just threw a touchdown to Travis Kelsey. The score is currently 18-16, to 16, about to be 19-16. to 16. Travis Kelsey is always open and it bothers me. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Sean Payton talked extensively about Taysom Hill being the future there, and I, I know people were doubting him and saying he couldn't throw a football, which, to be frank, uh, he probably needs to improve on if he's going to really take the reins but um incredible game from him really uh so way to go getting the division win clinching the playoffs today uh yeah shout first out to team the to Saints. do it yeah first team to clinch the playoffs uh let's see if the chiefs can do it tonight i no way. i don't think they can now um yeah they needed the raiders to lose to clinch the playoffs which wasn't going to happen uh Probably you got any honorable mentions or is it just me?
1: Um, well, you start. Um, I kind of need to see if you, you got the whole list down.
0: All right. Uh, I'll just do a real quick one down. Honorable mentions. Number one, David Montgomery. I mentioned him on the Instagram story today. Uh, been having a very good season sneakily, so he might make it in the top players of the week next week. 17 carries, 72 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions for 39 yards. Way to go, David. Second guy, somebody who's kind of been disappointing all season but had a huge step up today, Jonathan Taylor, 13 carries, 91 yards, three receptions, 44 yards, one touchdown. That awesome, another awesome game. Uh, and then last but not least, T.Y. Hilton, eight receptions, 110 yards, one touchdown, broke the streak that he had of not catching a touchdown since 2018 last week. Uh, got another one in a row. So maybe he could start a streak of catching touchdowns from here on out if he doesn't retire in the offseason, like we were encouraging him to do so earlier this season. Um, Way to go, T.Y. So you got anything to say or did I cover it?
1: No, yeah, you had some great players. I just got a couple more. First, Mike Gasicki, tight end for the Dolphins. He was kind of overshadowed by Darren Waller's performance, but he had two touchdown catches and – Tua looked for him all over the field today. He was a great red zone threat, and it was an awesome performance by him. Yeah. Second guy, Gutter Olchevsky from the New England Patriots. He had a 30-yard touchdown catch from Jared Sidham during garbage time, but he also had a 70-yard punt return kickoff touchdown. That really set the tone for the rest of the game. Once that happened, the Patriots had their confidence. They they held the Chargers to zero points and put up 45, um, 14 of those coming from Gunnar Olszewski, undrafted guy. I love seeing when undrafted guys from the Patriots have really good games. Um, all the Patriots fans were, like, getting his jersey after this game, basically calling him the savior and all that. Great performance by him. And my last guy, he's not a player, but Joe Judge, he really has turned around the season for the New York Giants – um, big, win big win today against big the Seahawks. Big
0: win. Yeah.
1: And he did it with a backup quarterback. That's amazing. Um, we'll see how the rest of the season turns out, but I would not be surprised if the Giants won the division. Joe Judge has done an excellent job down there. He had a slow start, kind of like Brian Flores, but second half of the season he's turning on the boosters and he's he's gunning for the NFC East crown. Great job today by him.
0: Yeah. Amazing job from him. Uh, special teams coordinators make great NFL head coaches because when they're special team coordinators, they have to work with backups. Uh, they don't have the best athletes maybe all the time, but if they're really good special teams coordinators, then that means they were able to do something really good with people who normally wouldn't play. So yeah, incredible yeah um great job from joe judge uh probably anything else to say not really um lots of great performances
1: today love to see it
0: yep incredible week uh of top performances uh once again like pablo was saying a lot of players overperformed what they were doing today so way to go to everyone who played this week incredible week uh 13 um We're going to come back to you with some Trash or Cash. Stay tuned. We are back with some Trash or Cash, the segment where we tell you whether or not a team is good or a team is bad. Uh, Pablo, announce to me our first team that we're going to talk about.
1: The first team we're going to talk about, and I think we should, are the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers because they seem like they're fake. They've got the word uh, imposter written all over them.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, I would be voting them off right away, calling an emergency meeting on them. <laughs> uh, um, Pablo, you can talk about them first.
1: All right, I'm gonna say that they're trash. Now listen, I think Bolt take, I think they lose tomorrow night against the football team. They almost lost, they almost choked against third string Ravens quarterback. They could barely contain RG3. Their offense was turning the ball over like their defense is good, but if a team has a good enough offense who's playing against them, it's kind of very even and it's kind of easy to drive down the field and score. And they have a tough final stretch. They play the Bills, the football team, the Browns, and there's one more team there. I'm forgetting it right now. Um, But – other than the Bengals, I think they lose four out of five. I still think that they will win the division because I say the Browns probably drop another game. 12-4, um, and four, they'll be playing in the playoffs. And in my scenario, they're going to be playing either the Patriots or the Colts. And I can talk about the Patriots later, but the Steelers are not going to make it past the first round of the playoffs. They're weak. Um, I think if you lock down their running game, which is not that hard to do, and if you have good enough corners, their offense will be dead, get a few touchdowns, win the game by two possessions. I think if a team has a good enough head coach, you can find the perfect game plan against the Steelers. They're not too hard to, to prep against. Um, and I think that they're, they're not what their record shows, in my opinion. They've had a cakewalk. You know what? I was going to
0: say that they're cash for the purposes of this segment because I think maybe they could win an away playoff game. Um, if they w- if they win the division, then they won't have to play one. Just this would be all hypothetical in our minds. Uh, so even still – I'm gonna agree with you and say they're trash. Uh, I was going through it over and over in my mind, just thinking about how Trace McSorley threw a 70-yard touchdown on them and actually made the game competitive after they were missing so many people. That's ridiculous. I mean, you can't you can't expect me. And the there's a whole meme about the Steelers win. I think it's worth pulling up right now, but all that it's going to tell you is that all of their games have kind of i i mean i know you have to be a good team to go 11 and 0 basically and i think they're good like i think they're like the titans like they're they're fake i don't think that they're all that i really don't think that they're that great of a team kind of just echoing what pablo was saying um yeah so here we go steelers cakewalk 11 and 0 schedule Uh, Week one, they beat Daniel Jones and the Giants. Uh, Week two, barely beat the Broncos. Uh, Week three, beat Bill O'Brien Texans. Week four, beat Carson Wentz Eagles. Week five, beat the overrated Browns. I don't agree with that, but I don't think that they'd come into their stride at that point. Uh, Week six, bailed out by the refs versus the Titans. And I think the Titans are trash. Week seven, barely beat the Ravens. Week eight, barely beat the three and eight Cowboys. Who also didn't have Dak Prescott? It doesn't mention that there. Uh, week nine beat the two win Bengals. Uh, week ten beat Jake Luckin. <laughs> Sorry, beat Jake Lutton and the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. And their final win, we were just talking about it, barely beat Ravens practice squad plus third string quarterback. That's what that's what the dagger is right there. I mean, like all of those wins, Yinzer Nation can explain. Except that last one. I don't care what you say. You you could say you were screwed over by the NFL because of this week. So were the Ravens. I mean, you can <laughs> – and also look at the Broncos. I mean, geez, anyways. But, yeah, that – I don't even think this team can win um, an away playoff game. So, I'm going to call them trash. I, you best believe I'm 100% predicting the Bills to upset them if they – beat the football team this week. I still think that the Steelers can pull – you know, I I think that the football team is going to win this game. That's how bad the Steelers are, honestly, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And I
0: think think the Steelers can win it, and I think it's very possible they could remain undefeated. But um, if we're talking probabilities, give me the skins.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Bills-Steelers game is going to prove whether or not that they can – go deep in the playoffs because this is the first time they're playing a playoff caliber team. It's going to be in prime time. Everyone's going to be watching and let's see, I've got that game marked on my calendar, December 13th, Sunday night football. I, I, I say they lose. The bills are a better football team than the Steelers are right now. And like they have all the pieces together but they just haven't had any competition, and these games are getting so close for no reason. Like, what's the what's going on? You know, I've yep. yet to see what the problem is with the Steelers.
0: Yep. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So we both agree that they are trash, even though they're undefeated. It'll be sad if they go undefeated in the regular season. Honestly, I it'll make me <laughs> as an NFL uh, NFL fan upset to be actually you know what, if they do go undefeated and they beat all those teams in the last part of the season, I'll give it to them. Uh, That's very fair because this this schedule coming up is really hard and this is where they'll kind of prove that they deserve the record that they have. So uh, if they do go undefeated, then fine. I will probably change my answer to cash instead of trash. But from what I've seen, it's just been too inconsistent and – Yeah, Yeah. and
1: Uh, that that final team was the Colts. They're playing the Colts. Oh, that's a game they could drop
0: easily, Yeah, and I hope they drop. Go Colts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of Colts, kind of, I'm rooting for them for a very specific reason. Let's talk about the Titans. Uh, I'd say my three least favorite teams in the NFL are the Titans, the Chargers, and uh, this year at least, hmm. I don't know. I think I'd probably go with the Dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins, because I think the Dolphins are just as fake too. I think they're trash. Uh, anyways, Titans, trash or cash. Let me start off. They're trash hundred percent. Um, and before you say anything, they, they won a whole bunch of playoff games last year. I don't care. Any given Sunday, any team can win. You could be trash and still win three playoff games or two playoff games. That's all they won. And uh, they were shown up by an actual football team in the Chiefs who won the Super Bowl. So uh, way to go to the Chiefs for finally shutting them down after they were embarrassed by the Ravens. Or, you know, after they embarrassed the Ravens, who should be ashamed of themselves for losing that game. Um, and beating the Patriots, who should have also won that game, even with the geriatric Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady lost that game on purpose, by the way. Yeah, 100%. uh, He didn't want to be in New England anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, just – okay. Their whole entire offense revolves around Derrick Henry. If he has a bad game, really, they're not doing much. Uh, I know you can point to the Bills game and say, oh, he had 57 yards there. But really, um, there, Ryan Tannehill got under 200 passing yards, so – uh, that tells you a lot about why that game was so high scoring, <laughs> even though he didn't get very many yards. It's because the field position was insane. I'm going to die on that hill that the Bills should have won that game uh, if it wasn't for the Bills' special teams. Um, yeah, so... Hang on, I'm watching this real quick. It's, that wasn't a catch. Uh, Sammy Watkins just dropped a pass. That was counted as a complete catch. Um Yeah, so their offense isn't anything that's too scary. Once you figure it out, you can shut it down quite easily as a defense. You just need to watch the film on them, which the Bills did, and they were able to execute to a certain extent. But when your average starting field position is the 42-yard line of the Bills, then it's a problem. Uh, And then they, they just got shown up by the Browns, who also just blew out that awful defense they have. They don't have anyone besides your and Clowney. I mean, like, name someone on that team, like Logan – whatever his name is, Uh, something Logan, the corner, who used to be on the Patriots. Oh, they have Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler, like, who's unathletic and was good in a Belichick system and it's not really that great on the Titans. Um, Yeah, so their secondary isn't that scary. Uh, Oh, Kevin Byard. That's the best player.
1: Kenny Vaccaro.
0: Yeah, so I I just – I just think that um the coaching is incredible. Don't get me wrong. Mike Rabel and uh the enemy. What's his name? What's his first name?
1: The enemy. Isn't he on the the, the Chiefs? Is he? No. I think he's Wait. the Chiefs OC. They have like Ben Jones or something. Is their offensive coordinator or defensive or something? Fact check real quick.
0: Yep, typing right now. Uh Says the defensive coordinator for uh, the Titans is Mike Vrabel. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Um, where is it? Oh, drop that. All right, this is taking this fact check is taking way too freaking long. <laughs> is it? Uh, wait, I could have swore maybe it's the offensive coordinator. Um, Titans won't use offensive or defensive corner here.
1: Uh. Well, while Steve finds that out, I'll give you a, a rundown of the Titans who they've played. Um, they played the Bills and put up 40 against them. They played the Texans, beat them in overtime, lost to the Steelers by three, uh, played the Bears, beat them by seven, lost to the Colts by 17, beat the Ravens in overtime, Um, came back and beat the Colts last week by 19. And then this week, they got smoked by the Browns in the first half and then made a little comeback, but they weren't able to complete it. Um, So it's kind of been up and down a little bit. They're 8-4. and Um, The remaining schedule is the Jaguars, the Lions, the Packers, and the Texans. They could go even. They could split two wins, two losses there, maybe pick up three. I don't see them winning out. Um, So that's kind of what the Titans have been facing so far this season. To put it into perspective, whether you think that they're trash or cash.
0: Well, are they trash or cash?
1: Oh, in my opinion, they're cash. I think Mike Rabel is an amazing head coach. Defensive first. I think the problem with today – was the defense went MIA. It was a fluke and a half because the Browns just went all in. Baker Mayfield had had a day air raid. Um, But the Titans have proved that they can go head-to-head with really competitive teams. Um, they've made comebacks before they did it against the Steelers, but they weren't able to close it out. And I feel like the playoff Titans are, are a whole nother beast. Derrick Henry loves the, loves the attention. He loves the spotlight. Um, it is hard to stop Derrick Henry, but if you do, their outside receivers, AJ Brown and Corey Davis are very solid. Um, it all kind of rests on the shoulders of Ryan Tannehill if they win or lose a game because their defense is solid. Like I said, today was an exception because their defense was nowhere to be seen. But if Ryan Tannehill has a great game, they can go far. I'd say they're cash. Um, They also have a tiebreaker against the Colts, so they'd have an easier opponent in the playoffs. Um, But I could see them going all the way because they can play the Steelers again. And I said the Steelers were trash. Um, I think if they play the Bills, the Bills will want vengeance. That game will be close. Um, But then again, playoff Titans are a whole new beast. So I'm 50-50 on that. I think they're two very similar teams, both very good. um, Teams that have seemed to find their offensive rhythm. But, yeah, um, I'm not just going to blame the Titans on one loss and – Say that they're trash. Um, I know you. I know you have your reasons and all that. I just, I see the Titans um, coming back, um, putting that game behind them, and moving forward on with the season. They'll finish well, um, and I can see them making another playoff push this year.
0: Well, okay. After doing some extensive research, Eric Bieniemy is the uh, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs who I heard was the defensive coordinator for the Titans. I, I don't know where I heard that. It was some wrong source,
1: apparently. You're living in another, in another parallel universe.
0: Yeah. I I And then, weirdly enough, I looked up who is the offensive coordinator for the Titans, and it said Matt LaFleur. And I was like, okay, Google must be broken. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Arthur Smith. Um, and Mike Rabel calls the defensive uh, play calls for the Titans. So that's what was happening with that. Um Chiefs just punted game sixteen and nine right now. Chiefs uh fourth quarter, nine fifty left. I'm watching this game closely. Go Broncos. Uh yeah. So I mean yeah, I just don't think that there's much to the Titans, and I don't think they can win a an away playoff game. If the playoff caliber team is beating them, I think that they're gonna lose. So um
1: Yeah, that's um that's actually a fair point. That's a fair point.
0: Yeah. So I just don't think there's much to them. That's why I think they're trash. So, uh, yeah, that, that, those are my reasons. reasons. Uh, we got any other teams to
1: talk about? Oh uh, yeah. I want to talk about the Patriots. I've been waiting
0: oh, yeah. for this one. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll start off so that you can save your answer. Cause I'm pretty sure I know. I think that they're cash. Uh, this is coming from a bills fan. So you can trust this opinion. It's scary. I, I'm i actually worried that the Patriots are going to make the playoffs and I know that they're going to win the Super Bowl if they make the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> that would be my prediction. Uh, I'm not predicting if they're going to make the playoffs. They have to win out to make the playoffs. So, mm, I, I, yeah, they're, they're cash for the sole reason that Bill Belichick is a whole another animal in the playoffs. And I think that, he preaches this. I, I think that he preaches the same thing to his entire team that you have to be of a playoff mindset, and you gotta, you really just got to perform differently in the playoffs. You got to be robotic, and that's kind of the definition of Bill Belichick. And I think that's what that's what's required in, in the playoffs. You can't let any mistakes happen, and I think that's kind of the definition of Bill Belichick. So, uh, I could very well see Cam Newton losing a game but I think it's more likely that he'd win in a late playoff game. So, uh, give me cash to the Patriots. Pablo.
1: Give me cash as well. I think the Patriots path, path to the playoffs is super easy. They have the tiebreaker against the dolphins, the Raiders and the Ravens. So if we went out, we're in 100%. At 10 and Double six, D. especially. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nine and seven has made the playoffs the last few years in the AFC. Um, and I think and there's the seven seed exactly, so that's really gonna come down later. We do have two really tough games ahead, three we have the Rams, the bills, and the Dolphins. Most of those games will be nationally broadcasted, and look, yeah, Cam Newton is not what the Patriots are about. Cam Newton has not been playing well. He's not, well, he's not been playing like a pro bowl quarterback, top 10 quarterback, but he's winning the football games. Also the Patriots defense and special teams are the best in the league. I don't know what Bill Belichick does to them, but he's got them playing at their best week in and week out. We have the two best cornerbacks in the league. Um, so, that's two phases, two sides of the football game that the Patriots have locked down. Um, yeah. And defense win champi- wins championships. We've seen that with all the past Bill Belichick Super Bowl winning teams. His defense were top top in the league. You know,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: The Patriots offense is doing just enough to keep them there. And I think today was a great example of how the Patriots um when they play like a complete team have the potential to do great things on the football field they they had two de- two special teams touchdowns two turnovers on defense and four t- touchdowns on the day and on offense cam newton had two rushing touchdowns a passing touchdown and then jarrett Sidham came in and threw an amazing touchdown to gunner um The Patriots are playing well, especially during this important stretch. Um, I am never going to say that they're trash right now from what I'm seeing. Uh, Sorry.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm watching this game so intensely, and there was just a flag uh, they were driving. Uh, I want to talk about something next section uh, with some closing thoughts, but I think that today the way that the Patriots won, it's an unsustainable way of winning on special teams, but I think that that's not how they're always going to win. They're going to win with a tough running game, and I think that they might have a few – they might have enough to um, – you know, enough of a passing game to to win, and I think that their defense is going to be shut down, so give me cash for them. Uh, Sorry about that long pause. Just this game is so good if you're watching it right now. I mean, like, dang. Uh, anyways, uh, Pablo, you got anything else to say?
1: Yeah, my last thought is Cam really wants to win. He wants to prove that he's a starter because everybody doubted him in the offseason. And that's a that's a different football team than what we had last year. Brady wanted out of New England. He hated the weapons. Cam loves the weapons, man. He has great chemistry with the wide receivers. Um and the wide receivers praise him. So that's why I think this Patriots team is gonna play a lot better than last year's did in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh yeah. It was just a fumble forward from the Broncos wide receiver. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> and uh the Broncos recovered it. Thank God. That could have been so bad if the Chiefs got it. There was like five Chiefs around it. <laughs> Yeah, Cam's a winner for sure. Uh, I still don't think wins our quarterback stat, but uh, I think he does want to win, and I think that's important when the leader of the team wants to win football games. So, yeah. Um, I don't got anything else to say. We're going to come back to you with some closing thoughts after week 13. Uh, Stay tuned. (laughs) Back with some closing thoughts after Week 13. Uh, the thing I was talking about last section—it doesn't deserve that much time, but it's so strange that whenever, like, whenever you don't have confidence in somebody, like a quarterback that you're watching, uh, this used to be me with Josh Allen. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a based off of optimism, but. The difference when somebody throws the football deep down the field and you completely expect it to be completed, as opposed to some guy who is not very good throwing it deep down the field, you fully expect it to be intercepted. So your heart just kind of changes depending on that. I don't know. I'm still a little jumpy when Josh Allen throws it down the field, but whenever I see Aaron Rodgers wind up to throw that deep ball, I 100% think it's touchdown. Same with Patrick Mahomes. Like I'm just, or like even Kyler Murray really, like I think he's throwing it deep down the field. I'm like, Oh, that's a touchdown. And like yeah. I feel sink.
1: that way about uh Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those guys.
0: Yeah. So it's just, it's just kind of strange how like confidence dictates what you think is going to happen uh, versus uh, what you don't think is going to, I mean, I don't know. Um watching Peyton Manning throw the most touchdowns of all time on the screen, but (laughs) this is funny. Uh, Anyways, yeah. Um, Any closing thoughts, Pablo? Like anything that's like lingering on your mind? I mean, you kind of got it all out with the Patriots.
1: I did. um, this, This whole playoff race is getting super interesting, and I love it, especially on the AFC side. Um, So we're going to have some super entertaining games in the next couple of weeks. If the teams are playing like they are right now, it's going to be a fun December to watch some football. Um, Looking forward, I think tomorrow's games will be must watch. Um, That Steelers game, if, if I predicted the upset correctly, Um, I think it's going to be very interesting to watch. It'll be close. Bill's game will be good if the 49ers, you know, bring that sort of game plan that they did last week against the Rams. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all really I have to say. Um, we talked about, we talked a good amount about like the teams that I think played the most important games this week. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of seeing how this Sunday night football game is going to turn out. Um, but yeah, um, we had some great players, great teams, great, great games. And I think I got all, got it all out of the system. What I wanted to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, just two real quick newsy items. Uh, chargers and Bengals have been eliminated from the playoffs today. Um, says, says wonders about Anthony Lynn, uh, every single year you go into the season thinking, yeah. Um, They're definitely a playoff caliber team, and you see that they're eliminated right after the Jets and the Bengals. Uh, So that's kind of (laughs) sad, really. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah. it's sad to see that they're eliminated before any, like, NFC team. I think the NFCs have some pretty bad teams, but it's kind of sad to see the Chargers get eliminated so quick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just sad stuff from the Chargers, man. I feel bad for Chargers fans. The, uh, I don't think they ever won a Super Bowl, along with Bills fans, just like me. Uh, yeah. I, I want to confirm something. You you know a lot about football, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say I know uh, a no good amount.
0: Yeah. Um, have the Lions ever made the Super Bowl? Uh no, they have not. They haven't even made it to the Super Bowl.
1: They haven't even made it. Yeah, they've been playing the forever too. How the Vikings? Yeah. yeah, early on, like Super Bowl like six, they uh, played the oh, Chiefs. Oh yeah, uh,
0: Purple People Eaters. Did they win it? I I don't think they've won a Super Bowl. I don't
1: think they've won.
0: Yeah. So, uh, that's an that's an incredible accomplishment from the Lions not making a Super Bowl ever. Yeah. I'm in mean, the Browns. Just... They've
1: been playing for so long. They've had good seasons, but not making the Super Bowl. It's kind of it's weird. It's weird to think about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I I think we're both kind of just intensely watching this game because it's coming down to the wire. There's three minutes left. Patrick Mahomes is driving and it's killing me. Just make a stop.
1: Ah. Oh. yeah. And this is a game that, like, if the Broncos win, it's not going to do anything for the Patriots. So I, I'm rooting for the Broncos to win this.
0: Yeah, I, I just want I the reason why I want the chiefs to lose is some sort of pipe dream that I have that the bills are going to win out and the chiefs are going to drop three games or four games. And, uh, the bills will have the, uh, the one seed, <laughs> which is probably not going to happen next week, Sunday night football bills versus Steelers. I'm going to talk about that with Tom extensively. Oh, by the way, uh, let's wrap this up. Um, sorry that Tom and I did not come up with the podcast uh, this week, Tom and I just haven't been on the same page when it comes to scheduling. He's on the run from the feds. As you know, I accidentally gave up his location. So, uh, that seems to be the issue. I've been quite busy this week. So, uh, sorry to say that, uh, Tom and I just haven't really been on the same page. So, um, yeah, we will definitely have an episode for you this week. I know I say that now, but I (laughs) might just not happen maybe, but, uh, I'm not sure when he's coming back. Uh, he is on the run, so we'll see. Um, if not this week, he will 100% be back next week, so yeah, just some things coming up with the podcast. Pablo and I on Wednesday, Tom and I uh, well, yeah. Pablo and I on uh, Thursday morning, Tom and I on Friday morning, and then we'll ha- we'll probably have a Megapod on Sunday if uh, Will is available. Will is kind of in and out, you know. He's got a He's on the streets. He's trying to yeah. make a living. So
1: someday I can. I just can't find him. You know, I'm driving around trying to pick him up, and just don't know where he is.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's Pablo's job there because Pablo is the one who brought him into the undisclosed location. We were like, dude, what? Yeah. Why did you bring this guy in?
1: Like, we had to make sure obviously. he He doesn't know where the location is, though. I was able to knock him out. Yeah, yeah, blindfold
0: him, you know, duct tape him and uh Yeah, so since we're all professionals here, you all understand how it goes, but yeah. Uh Pablo, you got anything else?
1: Uh no. No. I'm looking forward to next week. Probably got a lot to say to preview the Patriots on Thursday against the Rams. Um yep. so yeah. Yeah. I'm all settled.
0: All right. Well, that's going to do it for our week 13 afterthoughts. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Pablo and I will talk to you on Thursday morning. Stay tuned for that. Thank you all again for listening. We will talk to you later.